And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of MLB DFS Quick Hits here Tuesday, August 23rd edition. Coming at you a little earlier than normal. Got some stuff to do this evening, so I want to get this in beforehand. So you guys have a show on Tuesday for a monster 15-game slate. So you guys will be ready to rock and roll, get your lineup started, and watch for weather, watch for lineups, all that fun stuff, where you can ask questions to me on Twitter at BDNTrick or check us out in the free Fantasy DGNs Discord to get all the help you can need right there. Also, if you give the podcast a rate and review on iTunes or Spotify, that'd be great. If you're watching it on the YouTube, which a lot of you guys are, which I appreciate, give it the old thumbs up. Leave a comment. Helps out a ton as well. All right. 15 games. We have a biggie on tap for your Tuesday. The totals that we have out for now, Braves, Pirates, 7.5. Reds, Phillies, 8. White Sox, Orioles, 7.5. Mets, Yankees, 8. Giants, Tigers, 7. Angels, Rays, 7. We got Blue Jays, Red Sox, 10. There's our first big total of the night. D-backs, Royals, 9. Got a banger there. Rangers, Rockies, Coors Field at 11. Guardians, Padres, 7.5. Marlins, A7. Nationals, Mariners, 7.5. Brewers, Dodgers, 7. There's three totals over nine. Everything else is below eight. And there are some good pitchers, so it checks out. But uh, something you don't see every day. Let's put it that way. So let's just get right at it. Pitching on this 15-game slate. You got Carlos Rodley. There's nine pitchers. There's 30 pitchers on the slate. Nine of them are above $9,000. Almost a third of the pool, which is bonkers as well. But you got Carlos Rodon coming off a 30-point performance against Arizona. On the road in good old Comerica Park, going up against the Detroit Tigers team, striking out over 23% of the time versus lefties this past month with a 90 WRC+. Rodon's the most expensive pitcher for a reason. Out of the most priced-up guys, he's got one of the better matchups, no doubt about it. If you want to pay for it, I get it. It's just risky. Like I said with Scherzer, at that price point, you need that 30-point performance. Scherzer didn't do it on Monday. Doesn't mean he won't do it his next time out. Rodon could still do it. But 30 is a lot. 30, you got to be very good, very efficient, lots of strikeouts. If you want to play for, pay for Rodon, let's just say I like it better than I like Scherzer. I like Rodon at Detroit better than I like Scherzer at the Yankees. So we got that going for us. So if you don't pay for Rodon, you can. I'd rather pay for Rodon at 11000 than Burns at 10-6 against the Dodgers. Maybe crazy on that one, but uh, I'd rather do that. And what most people will probably do is you got Justin Verlander at 10-5 at home against Minnesota Twins. Verlander coming off a bit of a hiccup his last time out. Now he gets the Twins offense that's uh, only striking out 19.5% of the time versus righties this past month. So I still don't mind even with that K rate to look at Verlander as in a bounce back spot, maybe lower ownership because of how he pitched. And then you got Dylan Cease at 10,000 at the Baltimore Orioles. Cease has been an electric factory. His last start was his worst start in like two and a half or three months. And he only got three runs in five innings. He just, uh, he's been that good. It's his, we've been spoiled with Dylan Cease, 20 points, 20 points, 20 points, plus, plus, plus all over the place. He's $10,000 at the Baltimore Orioles, a sneaky Baltimore team, 21% K rate, 271 average, 114 WRC plus the past month. First right-handed pitching. So that's like the 10K and above range. Great pitchers. Interesting matchups. That's where Rodon kind of stands out at $11,000. That's where I'm leaning up top here. And then I kind of follow it up with uh, a little JV action at home against Minnesota. Cease, then Burns. But all great pitchers all have their merits in their own rights. Now, if we go down cheaper into the 9K range, Robbie Ray might be the, you know, just save money. Go straight to below 10K. You got Robbie Ray, 9900 bucks at home against the Nats. This is a phenomenal spot. Like, literally, you could just punt the 10K range, come right down to Mr. Robert Ray against the Washington Nationals, who over the last month striking out 25.5% of the time versus lefties, 252 average, 94 WRC+. plus. He's pitching at home. Uh, it's a great spot for Robbie Ray. So, literally, if you want to not go into the 10K range, start with Robbie Ray at 9900 100% cool with that one so he might be the more popular play as we start digging in a little deeper you got max freed at 9400 bucks at the pittsburgh pirates this is oh so sneaky um freed coming off a gym against the mets back to back pretty decent starts against the mets but he's been great freed's been awesome as advertised this season he's 9400 bucks he gets a a pirates team we saw braxton garrett dominate because lefties strike out the pirates 26.5 percent of the time 
over the past month with an 89 WRC plus. So Freed at 94 and another good spot. So you could literally start Ray and Freed if you want to avoid the 10K range. Zero problems on either one of those. Ranger Suarez has been good lately. Just not sure I want to pay 9,200 good for him when I have Freed and I have Robbie Ray right there. Uh, and I'd rather, if I'm going to go tournament and I'm going to go gambling, I'm going to gamble with Nick Lodolo personally. Like it's a riskier spot. And if he's not walking guys, he's phenomenal. If he's walking guys, it's going to be a mess at 9K. No one's going to play him against Philadelphia. No one. And I don't blame you if you don't. It's a risky, risky endeavor. But Philly's striking out 22% of the time versus lefties. But they do have a 307 average, 173 ISO, 131 WRC plus. Very risky. Tournament only with Lodolo. But that dude just got such a ceiling. When he's locked in, he is pure filth. Nothing, like numbers can't. A team's uh, average against a certain pitch handedness does not justify an on target Nick Lodolo. So, um, tournaments only with Lodolo, be ready for the boom or the bust, but it's a very intriguing situation there. I still lean uh, Ray and Freed in this 9K range. They might be the best two options in the 9K and above, all things considered. Now, when you drop down, it gets a little more dicey. You got Club Dog against Cleveland. It's interesting. Taiwan Walker, no thanks. Pablo Lopez, we talked about that last night. He got pushed back. You got Frankie Montas at 79. Against the Red Hot Mets in Yankee Stadium. I'll pass. Pass on that one. So we skipped through the 8K range, and we're into 7K. That's where you start with Corey Kluber. He's one of, like, 20 pitchers with a 20% K rate and a 13% plus swinging strike rate over uh, the last month or so. Uh, Ryan Bloomfield put out one of his boom boards on that. He's been great. 20, come up 22 points at the Yankees his last time out. Got beat up by Baltimore, of all teams. But um, gets an Angels team that, you know, they're gotten better, but they're still struggling. 25% K rate versus righties, 224 average. 84 WRC plus. If you're looking for a cheaper pitcher, the clue bot at 77 is just fine. Stripling, if you had better strikeout stuff, I'd be much more on board. He did get seven Ks his last start out, his first start from the IL. He had five Ks prior to that. I'm intrigued just for the fact that we've seen what Boston has been lately. Stripling, 7,400 bucks. I, I, I recommended Brubaker the other day. He crushed it. Um, I'm willing to take value against Boston because they're just so slumpy right now. Um, 23% K rate over the last month, 90 WRC plus first righties. So Stripling makes the values as well. Him and Klubot at 77 and 74 are both options for you. Uh, Aaron Savali at 7K is interesting. I just I hate attacking San Diego, even though that offense has been struggling quite a bit. Uh, so you can go Savali if you want. I kind of prefer Stripling or Kluber. But Savali is there at 7K if you need it. Now it gets fun. Jose Suarez, 66 hundo, uh, coming off five and a third, three hits, uh, three earned 5Ks against Seattle, a couple gems versus Oakland, which you should hope for. But he gets Tampa Bay and, and pitcher-friendly Tampa. But more importantly, a Tampa Bay team striking out 25.5% of the time versus lefties this past month, hitting 225, 110 ISO, 88 WRC+. Plus. So when it comes to value, Jose Suarez was looking pretty, pretty good at $6,600. So I like that one uh, in the punt department. And if you really need a punt, you could look at Austin Voth against the White Sox, a White Sox team that's just bad right now. He's 6300 bucks. Coming off three, uh, four straight starts of 15 points or more at Toronto, at Tampa, Pittsburgh, at Cincinnati, Great American Small Park. Voth has changed the pitch mix, picks, pitch mix up. Velocity has been better of late. 6,300 bucks. And again, a struggling White Sox team that you can look to exploit as of late. So Voth is 63. Suarez is 66. Two viable punts. That's why I kind of almost wouldn't even use Savali if I don't want if I don't want Stripling. And I don't want Kluber. I'd rather go down to Suarez and Voth. And honestly, looking at price points and potential. Upside, I'd almost rather have Suarez and Voth over Stripling and Kluber. I'd rather take the risk of a blow up and save a thousand bucks or whatever and go down that route. That's kind of what I'm thinking at this point in time. So, recapping your pitching, Rodon at 11K is great. All the guys at the top are, are awesome, but I go Rodon, Verlander, Cease, Burns, 10K and above in that order. But you might not need to. Robbie Ray's 99, Freed 94, both good options. Lodolo, if you're feeling really frisky at 9,000, but it's very, very risky. Uh, and then you got Kluber, Kluber and Stripling at 77 and 74. And like I said, if you just want to say screw it, 
I have zero problem going all the way down to Jose Suarez at 66 and Austin Voth at 63. So there's good payup spots and pretty decent value on the mound on a big, big slate, which allow you to get all the bats you want. We mentioned three games with high totals, and one of them is Coors Field. So you're going to know where the chalk's headed tonight. Let's talk bats on this 15-game Tuesday slate. Catcher's position for you. JTR's crushing it. If you are fading Nick Lodolo at 56, that's where you want to go. Uh, but I, I, I'll probably go a little cheaper. I look at the likes of Sean Murphy versus Pablo Lopez at 46. Murphy's just been a beast. MJ Melendez at 45 versus Zach Davies is also enticing. Um, Jonah Heim and Coors versus Marquez at 4K is outstanding. Heim is having a great year. I believe he's leading all of baseball for catchers in home runs. Now he goes to Coors Field against Herman Marquez at 4K. And I know Dyerwork has a great chart in the Discord that we can all use. First game from the road team in Coors Field usually leads to the under situation. It's been pretty damn accurate. So maybe we, maybe we temper our expectations. I'm just saying if you want to value with Jonah Heim at 4K in Coors Field is a pretty pretty solid value in that regard. Uh, going down to the mid-3Ks and below, though, uh, Danny Jansen at 34 versus Winkowski is not a bad value. Same with uh, Travis D'Arnaud. I kind of want Danny Jansen in that matchup. Um, going below 3K now on oh, my boy, Shane Langoliers is up to 2800 bucks. He's creeping up, folks. This is why we play them when they're cheap. This is why I pound the desk to play these guys when they're cheap. He's still too cheap at 2800 bucks. Him and Joey Bart. Joey Bart at 27 Both great price tags. Both playing in bad ballparks to hit in, but great punts. Langoliers at 28 Joey Bart at 27 Eileen Joey Bart, much better matchup, but both really good values uh, respectively in their lineups. And then other than that, nothing too strong. That stands out at the catcher's position. Uh, first base, Goldie's always in play. He might be the MVP for crying out loud, so it's pretty simple to say he's in play. Uh, for, uh, Pete Alonzo, if you want to fade Frankie Montas, don't mind that either. But if you want to slip below the 5K range now, you got C.J. Cronin and Coors. Uh, Reese Hoskins versus Lodolo in your tournaments. I don't mind that. I think Christian Walker is a great GPP play at 4600 bucks. We'll go completely overlooked on this slate. Uh, the bag average is bad, but I talked about it with Bloomfield on uh, Bub- Bench with Bubba, Bubba in the Bloom. His XBA and all the expected stats are through the roof. The dude's been crushing it over the last like month, hitting like 260. So if people look at the full season number, not justifiable. Dude's mashing home runs, um, and you can hit a lot of home runs off of Heasley. So this is the, this is the thing. No one will use him on a 15-game slate. You might get him like less than 3% ownership. So it's a total tournament play. But Christian Walker at 46 is a guy I just wanted to give a little love to because he'll go super, super overlooked on this slate. So cheaper options, if Trey Boo-Boo's in the lineup at 4K versus uh, Sanchez, zero problem with that. That's uh, got some nice leverage there. Nathaniel Lowe, though, see, Texas is too cheap. Nathaniel Lowe in Coors Field against Herman Marquez, probably hitting fourth or fifth in that line, $3,600. Thank you, DraftKings. Um, if you are fading Jose Suarez, Harold Ramirez is back. He's been crushing it. He loves hitting lefties. He's $3,400. And Isak Paredes as well. He's first base, third base. Ramirez, first base outfield, both for Tampa Bay. Uh, again, Ramirez 34, Paredes is 32 hundo. Uh, a few other cheap ones as you scroll on down here. Brandon Belt's only 3K. He's been struggling a ton. But, man, 3K is still a great price point for uh, for that matchup versus Hutchinson. I just don't know if I'm this size of a slate if you need to be that cute. Like, honestly, I'd rather go Pujols at 2K versus Adrian Sampson. If I'm going to get cute, I'm going to take Pujols, who is red hot, nuclear hot right now at $2,000 versus Adrian Sampson and maybe a windy game in Wrigley. We'll see. Uh, second base position for you, no problem with Drury if you want to go there. But, you know, this Arizona thing, they're a total boomer bust offense. Heasley's more of a bust than a boom. So, Cattell Marte at 52, Josh Rojas at 52. Josh Rojas also has third base eligibility. Josh Rojas has 10 stolen bases since the All-Star break. Yes, I am writing an article about guys from the All-Star break, and Rojas is in there. Over, hitting over 300, 
two homers, 10 stolen bases. That's called stacking the stat sheet and getting you DK points. So Cattell Marte at 52, Josh Rojas at 52 as well. Both are intriguing payoff spots that no one's going to play Arizona flat out. And I'm not saying you have to, but it makes for an intriguing stack or at least a secondary stack on a 15 game slate in a good matchup that'll go overlooked because people look at the numbers a little differently. Um, other positions here at second base, you know, you could look at uh, Jonathan India versus Ranger Suarez at 47. Don't hate that. Uh, Jeff McNeil at 43, having a great season going under the radar there as well. Uh, going below 4K now. Well, not at 4K, you got Gene Segura at 4,000 if you're feeling that one. Uh, but below 4K, you got the likes of nah, Nick, Nick Madrigal's mainly, mainly cash, if anything. Christian Arroyo, if you're not using Stripling, Arroyo at 2500 bucks is swinging it very, very well. And our boy Von Grissom got a pump. He's up to 2300 bucks, folks. Still too cheap. Still way too cheap. There's your value of the slate. I haven't even gone into another position yet. Value of the slate, still, because he's too good, is Von Grissom at $2,300. All right, let's head to third base. We got Machado is always worth the look, but Devers against Stripling at 6 k if we get the pitch-to-contact strip. But I kind of like saving even 400 more and give me some J-Ram versus Club Dog at 5600 bucks, or even some Austin Riley at 53 versus Brubaker. I like both of those options instead of paying up for Devers and Machado. All great plays, though. They're elite. You got Josh Rojas at 52, like I mentioned before. Bobby Wood Jr. at 49 might get overlooked. That Casey Arizona game, what is the total on that one again? Because those are two bad pitchers. It's two bad teams. Totals nines. That's one of the three totals that are high. So no wonder it's restricting the bell. That Arizona KC game, because most of like Toronto and Blue Jays, like the East Coast bias. Then you got Coors Field. So the third high total games, Arizona and Kansas City. That might be our window, folks. That might be our window. Bobby Wood Jr. at 4,900 bucks for Zach. I don't talk to my wife, Davies. Um, and I don't mind Matt Chapman at 48 versus Winkowski. That's a very good spot. Eugenio Suarez is another one of those kind of GPP Christian Walker type plays. We love targeting Suarez versus lefties. He still hits a lot of power, a lot of home runs, and Eric Fetty sucks. So Eugenio Suarez at 48 could be that guy. I'd rather have Chapman, I'd be honest, at 48. But Eugenio could be that guy as well. Ryan McMahon's having a decent second half. He's 4600 bucks for Dane Dunning. He's got five homers and three stolen bases in the second half of the season. So keep an eye on Mr. McMahon in Coors. Uh, below 4K now. Ramon, no, I'm not, no, not doing these, but Isak Paredes, 3,200 bucks. Talked about him a second ago. He's an option for you. Uh, if JD Davis checks the Giants line, he's 2,900 bucks, but he probably won't get the starter. It'll probably be Evan Longoria in that matchup. Shortstop position for you. you got Trey Turner at 59 is great. That's phenomenal. But Corey Seager and Coors at 58. Yep. I think Francisco Lindor is a phenomenal play with that short porch tonight for Shranky Montas at 58. So some really good pay up spots there. But as always, you can save money and go below 5K. Bobby Witt, sec- third base shortstop eligible at 4,900. That's a premium look for you. Um, even cheaper plays, not much. Jorge Mateo gets a cease, though. It sucks. Paul DeYoung could be okay versus Samson at 38. I prefer him versus a lefty, but it it plays. It plays in that much. If Jeremy Pena struggled a lot of late, but he's only 3,800 bucks for Sanchez, that could be a bit of a value for you. Miguel Rojas is 2,800 bucks versus the lefty Logue, who's bad for Oakland. So Rojas could just be a punt. If you wanted to at the position, Brandon Crawford's only twenty five hundred bucks. He's been bad, but he's dirt cheap. So shortstop, as usual, pretty much a pay up spot. Let's head to the outfield on fifteen games. You're going to have everybody and their mom available for you here, like Juan Soto, Mookie Betts, all fine, and Danny Aaron Judge broke his nine game homerless streak on um, on uh, Monday night. So you got him going for you. But I think J Rod at fifty nine goes overlooked in this range against Fetty. That's a really good spot. You got Jordan, hopefully feeling better. Bounces back at 5,700. Um, T. Oscar at 52 is interesting versus Winkowski. Lou Bob's back as well. Uh, Randy Rose ran a big game on Monday. He went deep. He's 4900 bucks for uh, Suarez. That could be another 
Nice kind of overlooked spot there for Mr. Arosa Reina. Going even cheaper into the 4K ranges now. Kyle Tucker at 47 is still far too cheap. Just does not get respect like he deserves. So that's a great price point for Mr. Uh, Kyle Tucker. Mentioned Melendez earlier. Um, Ian Hat versus Woodford at 43 is interesting. Uh, I'll say that much. I, I don't mind that. Watch the weather in Ripley, though. That's one thing I definitely would keep an eye on. Nick Castellanos went deep on Monday's 4100 bucks versus Lodolo. Maybe he's getting going. Maybe. We'll see. Uh, Michael Harris, the second at 41 versus Brubaker is a very good price. That's a good value. Even though it's ninth, it does not matter. Jesse Winker at 4K versus Fede has my attention. I like that quite a bit. Targeting Eric Fede is always something that uh, can be beneficial. Got Eloy Jimenez at 39. Keeps producing and keeps being too cheap. Uh, Enrique Kike Hernandez is back. He's 3700 bucks for Stripling. He's another guy you can take a peek at. Mentioned Harold Ramirez earlier at 3400 for the Tampa Bay Rays as an option for you. Trent Grissom's cheap enough. I haven't looked at targets of all, but Savali Campbell up. Trent Grissom probably leading off for San Diego. He's 3300 bucks. Don't hate it. Um, it's not one of my top stacks on the slate, but I get it. They're good enough. One of these days, they're just going to start clicking. It's going to be dangerous. Like, I'd rather have Fran Reyes at 3K versus Woodford. The dude is just crushing. He's hitting. He's hit safely in all but two games since he got traded to the Cubs. He's in like 333 with seven extra base hits, three home runs. The dude's mashing baseballs right now. He's still 3K. Like, that's silly. So I, I like Franimal quite a bit. The Franimal is loose, folks. So go get on some Franimal Reyes. Uh, below 3K, Lars Newtbar likely leading off is Adrian Sampson at 2700 bucks is outstanding. He is amazing right now, especially in the OBP game, which hit leadoff, scores some runs at that price point, pays off in a big, big way. You don't need the massive production, which he's giving you, to pay off that position. And other than that, there's going to be a ton of value, like we talked about yesterday. It kind of depends on the lineups. There's a ton of options down here. Uh, in the lower, like you got your Fraley's and your Hagerty's and all these dudes down here. So check lineups and see what pops up. Recapping your pitching, Rodon is the guy I want up top. If I'm paying up, I rank him Rodon, Cease, Verlander, Burns, all great plays. But in reality, I probably save money, go to Robbie Ray and Max Freed in the 9K range. And then I drop down to Kluber and Stripling in the 7K range. Or I just pull the way down to, if you think you're stacking things up on this slate, you're going to want to look at the likes of potentially Philadelphia versus Lodolo. That's kind of interesting. Um, but then I like the idea of Atlanta versus Brubaker. That checks the box. Um, the Mets versus Frankie Montas is uh, on point as well. Tampa Bay, maybe, but I like the other ones better. But Toronto-Boston is a great game to stack, especially the Toronto side versus Wachowski. I think that's a really good spot there for Toronto. Don't mind the Giants versus Hutchinson. just sucks being in Detroit. Check the weather in St. Louis and Chicago. I like both options in that game. Preferably St. Louis with both options against Woodford and Ham uh, Sampson. Uh, some other options of that Arizona KC game. Talked about it a lot. That is our hopefully, hopefully sneaky spot. I like the Arizona side versus Heasley quite a bit, but do not sleep again on the Royals versus Zach Davies. Pascantino left with an injury. That's a bummer, but we have some loves there. I have a game total of nine, third best on the slate. Keep an eye on that. Coors 100% in play. Texas far too cheap against uh, Herman Marquez. And then uh, I don't mind Miami. It just sucks the ballpark they're in. Uh, Seattle versus Fede is 100% on the board. So Seattle, obviously Coors. Arizona KC game. Watch the weather in St. Louis and Chicago. Toronto. Those are my main stacks. And you can sprinkle some, some other goodies as well if you so choose. And Metal Alloy in the chat just said, Pujols went deep again. That dude is on $2,000. He's $2,000 in a great matchup on Tuesday as well. So keep that in mind when you check things out. And once again, if you have any questions, I'm on Twitter at BDNTRA. Hit me up there or join us in the free Fantasy GDN's Discord. We'll answer all your questions that we can right there. Give the podcast a rate review on iTunes and Spotify. And if you're watching it on the old YouTube, give it a thumbs up. Leave a comment in the comment section. That would mean a ton as well. 
But that'll do it, folks. I'll be back with you guys tomorrow night. This was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Tuesday, August 23rd edition. I'm out. Yeah.